Ahoy there, land lovers. It's me, Kevin Smith. Jason Hughes. Have you ever wanted to get lost on the high seas with Jay and Silent Bob? Well, you're going to have your chance in the year 2024. Join us for Jay and Silent Bob's Cruise Askew. Live podcasts every night. We got movies on board. There's a View Askew Museum. What else? Music, dancing, hooping, right. hollering. What are you waiting for, man? Jay and Silent Bob, CruiseAskew.com. We will protect you from sharks. Hit me! Episode 362, Nogathon. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. Ahoy there, lady lovers. It's me, Kevin Smith. Jason Hughes. Have you ever- No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Thank you so much, one and all, for joining us on this most festive of times, the most holiday of holiday, the most festive of festive. Did I already say that one? Uh, it doesn't matter because it's Nogathon. Yeah, it is, man. Welcome, everybody. One and all. How are you? Happy holidays. Happy Festivus. Happy, uh, I don't know, man, all of it, right? It's- yeah, yes. H- happy happy uh, solstice in three days. You know what? If nothing else, I hope you have a ho, ho, ho. Um, no, maybe not. I, I don't know if that's much? our word to use. I think only professionals can use that word. Okay, fair enough, man. I'll uh, you know, I'll I'll go with it. I'll go with you on it. I have no okay. idea. Welcome everybody. An annual tradition that we still do. Last last week I think Trent said that we there wasn't one that we missed, but I just know that uh, you know, in this world of worlds, Trent, there's there's just always going to be some things that get in the way. It's called life. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Right? I'm not sure we did one in for example 2018. Yeah. Don't know. Real. Yeah, I also don't know. I of all people don't huh. know. I don't know if we uh if we started in 2012 or 20 I should because I did look at uh, there's one place you can go for commercial-free versions of all of the uh, NetHeads podcasts, the entire right, back right. catalog. Yep. And that's that's the NetHeads Patreon, but I'm not here to plug it. I'm just saying I was using it as a resource cuz now it's like you know that's my database for for show information. Yeah, and it's and one one if you're doing a deep dive would have to wonder did we do a nagathon with Radio Askew or did we start with No, NetHeads? we started with this nonsense. Okay, okay. Yeah, we started all with with, with uh, just under the the NetHeads banner, which you know yeah. I don't know if anybody's mentioned, but you know it's it's the name of a radio show that I took over in L.A. and then for podcasting sold the name so. Cheers. <laughs> uh, as usual, I do have the honorary yes. Clark yeah. Griswold inspired uh, uh, moose shit. moose cup, not moose jaws, moose cup. 
What what is the uh, the the mascot's name in Summer Vacation? Oh, you know, I never, I never, I uh, never. Uh, oh, Wally, Wall, no. Well, it is Wally, I think, right? No, no, it's not. It's some, oh my gosh, why can I not remember? Is it Morty? I'm totally blanking on it. Yeah, Morty I, Moose. I don't know. Is that Morty? two on the nose? No, I'm gonna have to look it up. Some yeah, they'll get. Please, this is too important. If you all don't mind. Yeah. Zach. Michelle, Miranda, Diane, Diana. I always mess that one up. Wally World. So it yeah. must have been Wally the Moose. I don't know. All I know is Moose out front should have told you. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's I never would have made that connection. But because I always assumed it's it's actually like a reindeer, right? That's what oh okay. a floppy eared reindeer mug. It featured, but you know, then I, I uncomfortably notice what the snout kind of looks like when you're uh, when you look at it at the wrong angle. Here, here's here's what's so crazy about it. It's called Wally World. Yeah. It's Marty the Moose. I was close. I was close with I was closest with Morty, which is logical yeah. because I don't know if you know Trent in the uh, in the most unchristmasy of Christmas things, but I would definitely say, you know, if a fictional character were to drink a holiday drink i think that rick sanchez would would drink anything which means he would also then drink eggnog right yeah i think so yeah somewhere I mean, in I there mean, i mean at some yeah. point in the night everything yeah. else has run out right yeah totally for me i uh due to um some uh um Lactose drinking drama or... that took place with some white Russians. I can, I can drink eggnog if it's not alcoholic. You put some alcohol in it, I will vomit. Oh, they are, is the flavor profile too similar? But yes. Yeah. Any milk and alcohol, I just I woof. Yes. It, for those that don't do know, he was uh, he was dressed as the dude for a party, and you were in character, white Russian. Mm. Now that is not noggy at all, my friend. That looks like somebody is going to be doing some video editing later. Uh, yes, but, you know, there's nothing that a little amaretto and scotch mixed in doesn't just make it the, the most festive treat. Oh, oh, I see. So it's a, it's coffee with, with booze in it. Yes, absolutely. Good, because, you know, my favorite type of drunk is the wide awake drunk. Those <laughs> it's, are the It's best. the hyper one. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It, it's the, the, the depressed, <laughs> excited one. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, the, these are the things that happen. Um, it, it, but... You know, it, the great news is they are also very verbal when getting pulled over later in the night. Uh, oh, did you see the news of the no. DUI that happened in Delaware? No, Trent, do tell, please. Drunk driver hit the president. Oh, how on earth did I miss this? Did you really not see it? No, I had no idea. Are you telling me somebody, yeah. a driver... Yes. Hit 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 the president's like motorcade. Motorcade. Yep. Mhm. Mm 100%. Can you imagine like, being like in the bar and you're like, "Oh, I I shouldn't drive, but I, I I'm just so far away. If I get home and just like just I'll, I'll be fine. I it's, I can make It's just a quarter of a mile. It's just a quarter yeah. mile, Trent. I'm just, just down the street. Okay? Two right-hand turns. Just two right-hand turns. I'll be fine. Boom! <laughs> exactly. By the way, special shout out as well to Willie J eighty six. Hey, right back at ya, uh, Trent. I'm not going to win husband or father of the year awards for attending today's Nongathon. I will tell you that. Uh, you're not missing a Nutcracker performance, are oh, you? Oh God, no. We made it through okay. Nutcracker weekend. 
Okay. Which, for those that don't know, I how how do you not? But if, in case you didn't know, my daughter uh, dances the ballet. She saw a production of the Nutcracker, fell in love, wanted to do it. Which, interestingly enough, parallel story to another View Askew connected person because Logan Muse, Jason mm-hmm. Muse's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Same exact thing. They too had Nutcracker weekend. But uh, so anyway, my daughter auditions for and usually gets a role now in a production of the Nutcracker. Always in the land of sweets where, you know, productions can be a little a little looser and more creative on what they're doing. Okay. Right. right you're right. feeling me. So, yep. uh, you know, it's, it's not necessarily going to be that really heavily Russian influenced kind of stuff. It's going to be something fun. Um, so there's a rehearsal on Thursday night where you you send your kids in there from 5 to like 9:30. And then the next day is opening night with one show, Saturday two shows, Sunday two shows. My wife uh the reason why I'm not going to win an award Trent is because my wife made an observation today. Okay? Cuz you know, there's some connection that moms have to their kids where they can look oh, at them yeah. and yeah. know they're getting sick. Right, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I don't yep. know how. I don't know how they do it, man. I don't know how they do it, but there's something. It's always the eyes for my wife. She goes for the eyes. I go for the moose. <laughs> you, you, you and she calls the eyes as as the window to uh, knowing if if Blair is sick or not. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, she made such observation yesterday, and today, Blair just said, "Oh, you know, I'm always snotty in the morning." And then by this evening, she says, I am sick. My throat is sore. My wife just made the observation a day and a half before that this time last year, last day of break, Blair got sick. And, oh. and I believe it is a it's a combination of adrenaline and exertion. Uh, and, and maybe an altered sleep schedule. Might, might oh, well. yeah, that's true. And and lastly, of, clo- of course, there's a lot of them in close proximity so because one of her friends is also feeling sick and now about 30 minutes before we went on the air my my dear beloved bride has informed me she is not feeling well so i'm like what all the whole the whole half hour before we go on live i'm is there anything i can get you do you need anything can i do anything for you knowing in the back of my head i'm about to disappear for an hour but but I would like to think that you're just you're you're cautiously self isolating while the um incu- like the uh the contagion phases of their illness uh runs its course and then that way you'll be an even more effective caregiver uh in like forty five minutes. It's funny you mentioned that Trent because uh like one of the things I don't think we talked about it last show because it's not really my place to talk about other people's business but sure. it did involve my house again. Um I think it was in the beginning of uh, November. Emily, Emily got, got a case of the COVIDs. Okay. But it was fun. It was fun for us because, uh, she showed up and my wife instantly handed out the door, a COVID test to her (laughs) and then sent her up to her room. Then I, I hop into action, hooking up the four air filters to a fan. So that way you got a high, high capacity (laughs) filter. And I set that up right outside her door. But the thing you got to remember too, dude, and by the way, if I'm telling the same story I've told before, sorry, but I just I love it so much. The way the house is built, right? The the three bedrooms at the other end of the hall are basically have their own suite. They have their own bathroom, 
So I set that fan up there and Blair just slept with Denise. I fucked off downstairs and, uh, you know, we, we made it through it. She, and she got treated like a little, uh, well, like a COVID princess, I like to call it. Yeah, she was getting yeah. any food she wanted and anything. We just had a rule. I'm going to knock four times on the door, and then you got to count to 30 seconds before you, you get whatever I said outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, we it, made it. So we made it through that. Now we got to see what these, what's going on with these guys on this one. How awesome is it though? Like, there is, there is nothing more. Like, like you never feel more vulnerable than when you're sick. And why not be at home with your family when you are your most vulnerable? That's pretty, like, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it is. I mean, it was nice being able to take care of her and and seeing that the isolation tactics work. And you know what, Trent? I'm not just isolating. I'm medicating, too. Let's not forget <laughs> that, okay? Because the okay, nog yeah, is no, in no. effect. You know, by the way, Trent, uh, I don't know if you know this. We've been nagathoning wrong the whole time. I know. I didn't know there was a protocol that we needed to follow. I love rules. If you tell me the rules, I'll follow it. <laughs> well, as I as I mentioned, Trent, the uh, happy Nagathon to you too, Jay. Sorry about that. And Willie J eighty six asks, uh, "Have we ever heard of a movie called The Nutcracker Prince?" I have not. Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. Well, good for you. One? I don't remember. I, I don't know of it. I don't know anything. No, you don't need to search it. Don't search. come on, man. Um. Uh, let's see now. We were talking about medicating. Oh, Nagathoning wrong. Uh, like I mentioned, because last week you had said, "Hey, isn't that a uh, isn't isn't that a thing we we've, we've done every year?" So I went to yeah. go verify because I figure, you know, the Googs can just give yeah. me what I want, right? Always does. One would think we give them a little extra information, we get everything we want in return. So uh, I did a search, and and more often than not. Instead of an episode of NetHens, what I found were people out being healthy, going for a run on Christmas Day at a Nagathon. Because, I mean, it's, look, it's no, it's no secret that oh, when like- I came up with Nagathon, uh, first of all, I, I was making a play on words. Because the fact that it is anything a thon implies that it is a greater effort and volume than the standard you would Correct. encounter. Right. Which is not the case here. Uh, but secondly, uh, you know, we're doing nothing for exercise whatsoever as well. But, you know, it's no it's no joke that I did. I mean, it's no secret that I took that idea from a jog-a-thon, which is a similar type of thing. You know, it's an event right. for every certain amount of distance. People fund yeah. you and yep. you raise money yeah, for charity, yeah. that yeah. kind of crap. The, the, the walk-a-thons, the 4K whatever, uh, to raise awareness and money for Blood and Bleed. We're raising awareness uh, along with our blood alcohol level and um, just, just connecting with people that aren't with us that we want to connect with. Exactly. You know, it. look, this is... Hopefully, mostly annually, a the one time you can sit down at home with a cup of whatever you want, and you can just you can hang out with the uh, with the with the people you may like, you may like to listen to, you may like to chat with. It's a gathering. It's a festive yeah. gathering. Um, typically, we've done things like gift exchanges. Yeah. But interestingly enough, Trent. Last week, when I said, uh, what is my dog barking at? Benjamin, by the way, I don't know if people remember last Nogathon, uh, I was dying of heat stroke under a Santa coat. 
And huh? I was holding Benjamin for the entire thing because I think he'd only been here a week. Obviously, much different dog now, but uh, there's no way I'm going to try and hold him for an entire episode as well. That's not going to happen. No. He won't do As much as you would love to. He almost took a piece of my face off. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda is saying there was a skip year, uh, and she said that maybe you had a new relationship or something. Eh, maybe. Possible. Maybe. I, you know what? 2018, that would have been the right time. Hmm. Couldn't be. I don't have time for your silly little podcast game, sir. I'm, I am wooing. I'm wooing a potential mate. I well, you know, but lucky for us, in the uh, twelve years we've known, how long have we known each other, Will? You know what? Actually, actually, plus- let me tell you something, Trent. There is one place I have got my my stuff together. If I go to March on my calendar, uh? okay, I can and I were to look at a view, any other view, like than weekly. Here. So let's look at the month. And no, there's my birthday. That's not it. Oh, never mind. It's it's not the thing that I thought that I had tagged. Oh. Gosh darn it. Um, I mean, this is a great bit of info on March 3rd, 2020, 2011. That's the first day that I got a phone call of, that led to working with Kevin Smith. And then I remember the the phone. I was, um, uh, gosh, where was I? I was in Las Vegas, I think, when I got the call from you. Uh, kind of saying what was going down. Um, yeah. I was recruiting, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> but regardless, so much time has gone by, and luckily, I've only uh, ever uh, had uh, one relationship interfere with a uh, nagathon. So, uh, silver lining. Well, now wait a minute. 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 I don't mean to come, keep you know like pulling from the list of hits, <laughs> but I would say that. There is another time that a past relationship did interrupt a nagathon. Well, I, I mean, re- relationship in a very uh, non-romantic sense. Yes, yes, yeah, there was. Um, so, so to answer your question, Trent, it's sometime in March of 2010. Because and, by by okay. finding that note of 2011, I already know we had been doing this for a bit of time before. I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. So uh, going going on fourteen years, Will. Yes, I've known you in, for fourteen years. Isn't isn't that nice? So so which which leads me to where I was going. Um, you know, I mentioned we would be doing Nongathon, and there was one point I said I said to you, so Trent, what is it you'd really like me to not get you? Is what I said. Because <laughs> because right. I jokingly said we were going to talk about the gifts we're not going to get for each other, yeah. and I yeah. did not realize I had hit a nerve, didn't I? Well, it, it it wasn't a nerve. It's just more of a um, uh, a courtesy belief I have for uh, giving gifts outside of your nuclear nuclear family. I almost said nuclear, like our former president. Um, uh, and, and it's that just take care. Just like the gift you can give other people is not giving them a gift because then that doesn't necessitate uh, reciprocity to then give them a gift, and then that's a gift that you could have given to someone else that's that's there with you. And so if you don't give them a gift, it's like giving them a gift. That, yeah, exactly. So, so it was wonderful because you know, honest to God, dude, I was once again queuing up. I, I, I joked about it, but I really was. I was looking at Omaha Steaks again because I'm like, if nothing else, you know, rather than some random piece of crap, 
you know, I wanted to send you something that would be useful. You that know? being said, well, the, uh, the <laughs> utility pen that you sent me last year. Yeah. Use it every goddamn day. It is like how I ever functioned without it prior in my life. I, I will never know. I use it all the goddamn time, especially you wouldn't think, but the little level, the little bubble level that's in it. Uh, no, I would believe that. I would believe that totally because there are like so many times you're just like you can when you're when you're setting up a camera angle and you're having to deal with multiple angles within the shot. You know, one yep. of the hardest things to tell is, it, you know, I need one good solid line. So give me a yep. good vertical because, yep. uh, you know, then I've got it. I can see at least if I can get some or, you know, give me a good horizontal. Especially in in buildings where uh, they're old enough, like academic buildings have been around forever, that uh, there there is no straight uh, level floor in there. It it can be helpful. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, you know, I don't think people give enough credit to tripods, man. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god, yes. And I if I will say that while they are more expensive, the extra cost for a fluid head is invaluable because then it then you don't have to spend all your time dicking around trying to get your leg straight you just unscrew it get it to the bubble where it needs to be screw it back on you're good to go done done son uh, done it is a it is a game changer even even if you're uh doing photography it is just it's just so much faster and easier and like because we've all done it and it is the worst trying to like you've got this one leg that kind of like drops every time a little bit so you have to go over and then it drops down a little bit and you can't quite get it where it needs why, why, why are you trying to make me resurface trauma man why you do that <laughs> don't do that no yeah, I, my bad, my bad. Sorry. I get it. I, I used to do event videography I ooh, I mean just because that was always the one thing you had to find just give me and it was always I was always dealing with adjusting legs it was always yep. legs all right. Yep. And you know what? Look, I don't mean to look. I love the tripod as well, but let's also make sure we give full credit where credit is due. Uh, if you're doing a simulated freehand, then, you know, the monopod also has a place. OK, love the monopod, love the monopod. Yeah, that can that can that can save your shoulder if, you, you know, you need to cover some stuff with a lightweight camera that'll sit on it. So. Or, you know, if you're using a traditional ENG, a shoulder shot is great. I, I love a shoulder shot. I do too, man. I there's well, but then again, that's the way I'm used to shooting right, and framing yeah. things. This this yeah. these these cameras and lights they they confuse me, Trent. I don't know why I have them. It, it's so interesting though because like like my students now uh, who are really into videography, they're all using uh, like uh, these like mirrorless. Uh, cinema hybrid photo cameras and they have to build like cages around them to make them more usable for the things you need mm -hmm. and i've just always used like an eng that's got everything on it you know so uh which which is basically what we were using you know with vhs back in the day it's same thing it's funny you mention that because like i've seen a, a few of these things where people have like a, a digital slr um and they instead of like in anything for like a shoulder mount or anything else instead it looks like they're well this is going to be an obscure reference right but it's gonna it looks like the thing that was inside of like optimus prime in the transformers movie i can't remember what the yes. name of the thing was but it, you know it life, life spark the life shard yeah there you go called. the life spark or 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 you know what kind of like the uh the holder for the tesseract yes. in at the uh, end of avengers yep. 
exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, things. yeah. It's these like cheese grate style cages that they build around the the body of the camera. It's funny you mentioned that. I was looking at that bamboo A1 printer that I was bitching about last week because it's yeah. so much better and available compared to what I'm waiting on. And uh, one of the things that they said, you know, it's like print for your life. And and one of the things was a guy building a one of those types of frames to go around a cell phone. Oh, yeah. I, I have seen those. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's nice because then you can you, you can they're uh, all quarter you can put them in and by the way zach and uh miranda janelle coming in with the all spark is what it was uh, all spark that's what it is Damn uh, it. you know anything where you got two up handles on either side and twists and locks and you know that's what we're we're talking about you know but i don't how did we get into gimbals and tripods man i don't remember what's going on anymore i don't uh, think i don't I, I suspect this this nog is is not yeah. not the light version yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I had a buddy in high school. We called tripod. Uh, Trent, that is that that falls under the category of TMI. So anyway, last week in the discussion, we came to the determination we're not going to put that pressure on ourselves. We're gonna we're gonna allow ourselves to focus our money and our efforts where we want, and we're not gonna get each other a gift. And I already told you, Trent. So the gift I I would have gotten you. Would have been the uh, Omaha Steaks, is, yeah, is what yeah. I would have gotten. And you know, Who if I had ordered at the time, you also would have gotten another free twelve hamburger patties. So I'm oh. sorry that you're no, not no, getting those now. You know what? It's 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 even better because now I don't have the temptation uh, of just eating them all in one weekend. Now, so, now I can just stick with my potatoes, Will. Yeah something i do like if i like if i buy something i like cognitively believe like i need to get it out of the temptation so i'm going to eat this whole bag of cadbury mini eggs at once because then once they're gone they'll no longer be a temptation i mean there is a certain logic in it i there's, I, there's something no i can't logic. fight there there's no logic it's ridiculous <laughs> no it's not they're not there they're not going to be there tomorrow trent to tempt you it's true. That's true. However, uh, uh, those calories sure uh, sure still are around, though. Oh, uh, Miranda Janelle saying next year, buy yourselves presents and then share it and ask each other questions so we can learn about it. That's a uh, that's oh. a good idea. Hey, Even though there's uh, only so many questions uh, you can ask, uh, ask about what I would guess would be get another 3D printer. You know, <laughs> what does this one do? Same shit. A little bit faster, a little, little bit better. faster. And uh, accepts a, some different formats that I didn't have before. Look, man, all I'm saying is if I get into getting another 3D printer, right? I'm officially at the point where, well, one, I've got uh, three too many printers alone, right? Let's just right. Let's, right. let's call it at least to the point where I should maybe be passively making income by like printing things out for other people you know what i mean well I, I i was gonna say like you you need to build like a like a server rack but just for your printers you know you 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 shouldn't say things like that out loud trent because <laughs> i have because i put it in the shed and and there's stuff to get yeah. rid of in the garage i literally could repurpose some shelving to be the place where the other printers go yeah, man, like like that's that this was leftover um, you know, bolt together shelving that I found. Uh and it's it's been a game changer for me. It would be 
nothing to throw it together. Actually, They're all set in the same spot. Plug them all in. You, uh, you've got good circulation, so they're staying cool-ish. Actually, you know what uh, I've seen a lot of 3D printing people use? Uh, not that I'm saying I put these in my garage, because I would literally still just repurpose all the, the wood and one by 3 yeah. that I've got out there now. Um, but what they get are the, you know, you see them all the time. It's just the standard orange frame, metal wire shelf, heavy duty yes. wrap. Yep. So that way it's not going to shimmy. Yep. Mm -hmm. But then the only yep. other thing you have to do, that that's a special consideration because if it's going to be on that type of shelf, then you have to have it on top of something else that will help reduce movement, whether it's a piece of plywood or one of my things I'm very fond of doing for cutting sound is getting a two by two rubber paver and then getting a two by two regular paver or are they one by one? Well, one and a half by one and a half, I think. And so that way you got a heavy thing that you've got the printer sitting on a heavy thing, sitting on top of a sound reducing and friction reducing uh, yep. rubber pad. And I find yeah. that's the best combination. So I'd be, yeah. I'd have those on there too, but you know, I'm tempted, but then I but then I got it. Look, I can't even I can't even get out challenge coins and rewards. What am I going to do for orders? That's what I'm saying. They'll, like you'll always have something running, you know. And, maybe and, and maybe I'll always have something there. shipping, so that way things will actually go out. Exactly. Like speaking of which, Trent. Just saying. I shouldn't make this announcement, but if you're if you're one of our Patreon supporters, then hang in there. And I only say that because since we weren't uh, exchanging gifts and because I hadn't touched things in a while and because I have not had a successful run on my own, I have submitted the order and I will be receiving in mid-July minted Patreon exclusive NetHeads challenge coins. With the uh, with the combo, Will Trent as the back of the coin as the poll won. So uh, around the end of January of next year, those will start going out. And because of the minimum order amount that I had to buy, every active Patreon supporter is going to get one. <laughs> Everybody. You know, um, that's that's actually super rad. And if if people aren't familiar with like the whole concept of a challenge coin. Um, 99% Invisible did an awesome episode on challenge coins, um, their history, where they came from, why they're so big in the military. Um, uh, yeah, check it out. It's, it's a cool thing. I think anyway, that is one of the cool things to see when the president goes places, because there'll always be somebody that will catch it and, and end up putting it on social media. But you know, if there's a moment, the president is coming off the plane and he stops and he's talking to a member of the armed services that is there. If you see him, his hand in his pocket, and then he shakes the guy's hand, he's probably yep. slipping him one of the presidential ones. Yep, exactly. Ah, so cool. And, ah. and for a while there, if you had probably said the right thing to John Favreau, if you had caught him in the wild, you would have gotten a Mandalorian challenge coin. What? Yeah, yeah. It had the uh, the sigil of the uh, of whatever the mud beast was. Yeah, the, the mud the, horn. The, the, Is that what they call it? But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so it uh, no no that's the um, that's the other thing that was in the water. Don't make me the I, I can't remember the name of the beast now, and you're making me lose cred. Yeah. Why what is, why did you bring that up? Well, the thing is, uh, honestly, I was I was like for some reason in my mind I was like 
thinking, oh, sweet, are we going to get a happy Hogan uh, challenge coin? Because that's, that's the one I would want. Yeah, sorry. No, man. It was a... Uh... It was the Mandalorian, which which is the thing that made me go this route to begin with. Now, I will say the higher tier subscribers, I'm not giving up because I've still got the pewter ingot. I've still right. got the 3D printers. And, you know, it's just a matter of refresh because I want to get to a point where there are. So these are like the, the ones and then there'll be a special design and even more special challenge coin, if you will. Yeah. Because yeah. they, because you'll know, like this is the, this is one of the ones he made himself. Yeah, this is this is the this is the home brew straight from Will's uh, newly built uh, rack system, uh, and, and I was there at the Nogathon when they when they were talking about it live. I heard it. I heard them talking about it. There we the go. Now it's in my hand. Zach in the back coming strong in with the info that it's the Mythosaur is the. That's the the thing you're talking about with the horns coming around and you see the yep. things of the face. Yep. But I'm talking about the mud horn, which is the Mandalorian single the signet that is on his uh, uh, the the shoulder pad. Shoulder, yeah, yep. Pauldron. Yeah. It's a pauldron. I know because of the whole Batman costume thing. Oh right, from when? Yeah, the what the pauldron is the shoulder plate. Exactly. Yes. Like which, like, like which, yeah. Which, by the way. It, not a not a practical piece of, of covering because you basically have to wear like cross straps. Yeah, for it for it to be able to move up and down. Yeah, and 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 when you're attaching it to like a collar piece with just a piece of Velcro, it's not a very functional uh, Halloween. Yeah. I'm just like, saying. Like if I if I were to use it in uh, if I was building my own armor, I would do take the football pad approach. Yeah, exactly. It, well, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted right? to use like a ring to attach yeah. the two pieces, yeah. but yeah. You know, I ran out of time. Look, we're not here. We're not. We're not trying to rehash Halloween, Trent. We're talking about the holidays, and right? How, yeah. And how I'm a bad yeah. dad right now because everyone out better, there is sick, and I'm in here hiding from germs. Better a bad dad than a bad Santa. Fair enough. Even though you know, I'm like, I, I grabbed this Roosevelt shirt because I'm like, oh, it's red and and it's festive, and and I didn't realize it's Blunt Man and Chronic, and there's like one point where where Jay's lightning is sparking a joint, and like. I'm glad I never accidentally wore this one during a work meeting. Well, I mean, at least from from uh, the distance of my eyes from the screen, I thought they were Hollies. See, look, why did, why did I have to blow my cover? Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm going to enlarge and see, uh, or maybe I was thinking they were like poinsettias. But um, yeah, no, that's yep. What man? Well, you know, uh, if you want something like this, you can get it uh, from a little place. May not be there in time for Christmas, but look, even if you got to buy some last-minute gifts, you can always print out a picture of what you got them and wrap that up. Uh, especially if you want to get it from a little place uh, we like to call it Jay and Silent Bob Secret Sash. Hey man, let me just jump in here for a sec to remind you, jayandsilentbob.com, ladies and gentlemen. You want to buy anything Clerks related, anything Jay and Silent Bob related, anything Kevin Smith related, go to jayandsilentbob.com. Now back to the show. Trent, yeah. I've been um I've been thinking about something. We've been we've been getting into interesting conversations lately. Because uh, yes. now that we're off of the, the back of the pandemic, right? Right. I've started to reflect a lot more on what's appropriate for family gatherings around the holidays, right? Uh, as, as, yeah, okay. Well, okay. and the reason why, because you have yeah. different structures, right? right. As a right. family expands and people get married, 
Yep. They yep. establish families of their own, right? 100%. I, I am well-versed in this subject. So uh, when that happens, there's there's the Thanksgiving and there's the, the Christmas or the holidays or whatever you want to call it. But for us, that's what it is. And we've always done this thing where we went with, it's one of the two holidays for the year, okay? One okay. of the two holidays for, for this side of the family. And so it alternates. Every other year, it's something. So like this year was the is the Christmas years. So the odd years are the Christmas years, even years are the Thanksgiving years. Sure. Yeah. When it comes to getting together on Thanksgiving, though, sorry this one is very so specific, guys, but, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's a holiday, but it's kind of split up by two major events. You those have mean. Christmas Eve. Right. And you have Christmas Day. Day. Sure. Right? Yeah. Now, two, two major events that in most families have very unique traditions assigned to the different days. Right. Now, and, and mostly you can, but that's kind of where I'm going with this. Because in 2020, I got a taste of something I've never had before, Trent. And that's where I was. I was just at home all day on Christmas Day in my pajamas. That was oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Felt good, didn't it? You know what, Trent? I can't even tell you if I bathed or not. I don't really know. I don't know yep. if I did that day. I may have just stayed in the pajamas all day. Cooked dinner and, that and, way. And it was fine. I may have, may have sat in my own filth all day. I don't know. I don't know, okay? <laughs> but what I do know is that I liked it. It made me start to reflect on something. And, and I keep, I'm not trying to bring this up now to start some shit. I'm not trying to do that, okay? Okay. But I'm okay. just I don't even think I'm trying to plant the seeds, but I am really trying to raise an awareness here. Yeah. Cuz I was thinking about this. Like the holiday day itself is supposed to be about exchanging gifts within your family and appreciating one another and being with one another. Yeah. And I started to think, you know, when we do the family gathering, it should really be on Christmas Eve. Okay, go on. Well, because you can get some of the gifts and stuff out of the way for the whole rest of the family that you're gathering with. but And then you can go home and still do your, your Christmas Eve tradition of your family. And then you get to wake oh. up the next morning. Yeah. And just stay in your goddamn pajamas all day. All right? And Yeah, exactly. And you get to, if, if not already estab uh, established, you know, uh, figure out what traditions work for your family. And then there's some regularity to it because it's not like every other. It's like just every year. It's This is the way it is. And we always have this time for us. I think it's actually a killer idea. And it kind of stretches out the, the holiday, too. And it brings so much less stress for the day of. Right? Because, you know, it's right? again, you Ugh. look, I think we've got nothing but adults in the room. So I'm not afraid <laughs> to say that the night before Christmas, Christmas oh, Eve, Look, yeah. all I'm saying is it can be a very long night for parents, okay? All systems are go, folks. You know what I mean? Everybody's on high alert. There, mm -hmm. There's there's think, there's sensitive operations going on. Yeah, yeah. You there's, know? there's uh, uh, assemblies of things <laughs> that need to be uh, done uh, with somewhat uh, amount of um, quietness. Which is really mechanical hard. and metal parts. What the hell, guys? Exactly, which is so fucking hard with those damn Allen wrenches. Exactly, it's like, God damn it, I dropped it again. Why can't Why can't they give these damn things a handle? The mitts. Uh, um, 
So I'm starting to think this is a great idea. My wife pointed out the fault in my in my uh, perception because tonight was another day. Well, today was another day where sometimes you got to try and, and jumpstart that holiday spirit. You understand, Trent? It's been sitting I out do. in the cold. Maybe yeah. maybe Christmas spirit hasn't been used once in a while. Battery's been sitting there a little too long, right? I, dude, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Got to step out, give that sucker a crank and and, yeah. and just make sure it, it, it sparks back up again. And, yeah. and the, the Christmas spirit is that way. So one of the things that gets invoked in this house is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, right? Now, my my example falls apart when you realize that everyone except for aunt, the aunt and uncle, whose names uh-huh. elude me right now, um, they everyone else is staying at the Griswold house. So it my, my plan falls apart. But I would point out their family gathering where where everyone is under the same roof is on christmas eve yeah you're right yeah where, where they do the turkey and, and 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 everything yeah that's all on christmas eve you're right because day of is is the excitement of opening the presents and shit you know this is a great idea and i'm going to tell you another reason why unfortunately once again getting very secular in this <laughs> but you know those those wacky catholics trent they huh? love themselves on Christmas Eve. I don't know if you've heard about this, a midnight mass. Midnight mass, man. Like, like bring in, bring it in, then get the hell out. You did your hour. You're good to go with the family. I'm telling you right now, you you do your family gathering on Christmas Eve. You you get to exchange gifts, have a great meal, have fun. You go serve your time with midnight mass, and everybody goes home. Yeah. And because yeah. again, it's a long night, people. It's a long totally. night. It, it, you're already like you're already <coughs> geared up to be up all night long. Right? I think I think we need to establish a platform for this trend because yeah, I think we need to we life. need to raise awareness. Because yes. yes. there there are more families that are just completely unaware of the fact oh, yeah. that they're being inconsiderate dicks getting together on Christmas Day. Oh, totally. Uh, uh, you know, growing up with my family, when we'd get the extended family together, it was always uh, Christmas afternoon. And it kind of like dragged on into the night and you wanted to leave, but you didn't want to be the first to leave. And you yeah. just wanted to go home and hang the, out. But the funniest part, grandma and grandpa there alone. Like the ugh. funniest part that you mentioned, Trent, is that there is there's always you're either one of two people. You're the one that's getting the hell out of there or you're the person. No, you're one of four people. OK, I'm okay. sorry. OK, you're the person that can't wait to get out of there and does. You are the person that doesn't want to be the first person to go, so you're waiting. Right. Right. You're you're the person that doesn't want to go, and you're wondering why alpha male number one here isn't getting the clan together and leaving because you know they're chomping at the bit. Right. And, uh-huh. and and the last is you're the person that just doesn't want to go home. You know, it's, it's, yep. it's one of the yep. four. Yeah, yeah, like like my brother, he'll he'll chat up anybody for days. And just be oblivious as to as to what's going on around him because he's having such a good time engaging. I wish I had that. Yeah, see, I just so want to fuck home. exactly, man. I'm I'm just saying we need to raise awareness. We need to make sure people are aware of the fact that they can get together on Christmas Eve and enjoy their Christmas day. Dude, I'm I'm so with you on this. I think. I don't know. I don't know if we need to uh, buy like a uh, a domain. I know I have the scrotalsafetycommission.com available if uh, uh, you would like that. Um, 
I'm just trying to think if I can spin that into an anagram of some type or yeah 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 no i mean i i originally you know got the domain so that i could build the uh the site that the venture brothers uh scrotal safety commission deserved but uh just you know never got around to it i i completely understand man because there was a point i was working for a company called comedy world and i had to be the one that had to register a name like oh, hotgrandma.com and now uh, i don't even want to know what's happened to that one yeah, as time yeah, has or, gone on or, or, or the the time you forget to uh, renew the who is as private, and then you just get inundated with calls of people being like, oh, "I see you have a website. Perhaps uh, you'd like to hire me to work on it." I can. Um, I'm very good at search engine optimization, and I can get you more clicks through through better coverage that doing nothing other than what you tell I do now. Thing words. I have. I have. I have. It always happens because I'm like. I don't care if it's public information, you know, uh, but it, whenever it renews, I always get calls and I have two uh, plans of attack. I, I uh, tried to get them to hire me uh, <laughs> to see how long I can get that conversation going. And then I tried to sell them the domain. <laughs> oh, you know, it sounds like you can do much better with this. I think maybe you should take it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. I'd consider giving you a reasonable price on it. It sounds like you could really make yeah. this work. Yeah, uh, uh, or I'll, I'll try to like. So, so can can I talk to your supervisor? Because I've got my resume. I can send it to you right now. Uh, I would love to like be working on more websites if I could. Like, you sound like you know what's going on. Uh, they never know what to do and end up just hanging up usually. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of family gatherings, by the way, I heard this little gem. Uh, so let's say, cause look, unfortunately, we're we're still here in the U.S. living in a very. Uh, politically divided country uh, in huh? some ways but i heard somebody make a suggestion if you've got one of those people in your family that you know is going to bring up politics and say something that's more than likely being said to get a rise out of you all right. you have to do is keep your calm and just look at him and say what a what a weird thing to say to me <laughs> and they're instantly instantly completely and totally obliterated yeah, I, I'm trying to think, like, what the, I mean, how do you respond to that? I, I wouldn't know. I would just be oh. like, I, I would be instantly be worried there's a call to HR being made or something, you know? <laughs> right, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm in deep shit now, Francis. This is oh, not no. good. Oh, no. <laughs> Aunt Lorraine's going to come down on me hard. <laughs> Phrasing? I don't think you can say that, man. Easy there. It's true, I'm not a professional. No. Uh, but you know what? I'm, what do I know? I didn't even know somebody ran into the president's motorcade. Look it up. You're actually more dialed in than I am, Trent. Hey, speak. I, it, yeah. So, so what is your family gathering strategy? Is that is that it? Is it the um, is it the Christmas Day around three o'clock? Um. So it it man that with with when we gathered as a extended family, that's what it was. Yeah. Now it's it's more um. Uh, Christmas Eve dinner, uh, very loose, not like it's a casual dinner. You can eat, stand it up, walk around, talk, and stuff like that. Um, and then day of, you do your own thing and then pop by for a few minutes to say hi. Maybe breakfast. It, sometimes we'll pop over for breakfast, but it's it's not like an expected to like hang out for a long time. It's, it's pop in, say hello, and then go do your own thing. I mean, but you don't just pop into Wyoming, do you? No. No, no. I mean, I'm I'm projecting on on those who live around my parents' place. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's what you always should be doing. Not me. Yeah. 
not me. No. Um, okay, so you're, but you're, look, you are, you're backing up my theory that Christmas Eve is the family time. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. It's, it's it, like with the, with the nuclear family, that's the way it should be done. Uh, well, at least that's how we do it. And then for the extended family, why wouldn't it be that way? I'm actually really angry that I have lived so long and under under this uh, dictatorship of Christmas afternoon time spent that I'm a little upset that it was never suggested before. <laughs> this this Christmas oppression will not stand, yeah. man. <laughs> I have buddies that died in the mud. <laughs> So that we could have our uh, rib roast on goddamn Christmas Eve. The way God intended. Uh, hey, speaking of which, what is the, I mean, um, we just got through Thanksgiving, right? And I I cooked all the things I wanted to make sure they would taste the way I wanted them to taste. Right, right. Um, and then uh, I also, because it was so damn cheap, I bought another turkey. No idea when I'm going to make it, but it's going to sit in the freezer probably until 2025. Sure. Um, yeah. What is what is your go-to on on Christmas though? Is it a, is it a roast? Yeah. Uh, so Christmas Christmas Eve, it's a uh, 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 beef tenderloin roast. Yeah, prime rib roast, and then uh, Christmas morning, it's Ebelskivers. Skibby wadi wada. It's it's a Danish uh, pastry. Uh, they're like little pancake balls. Oh wow, that's neat! I just learned about uh, something else. Uh, it's like some, I think, some big Swedish pastry that people look forward to getting at Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. Can't remember the name of it, but it's like some big cheese Danish thing. Okay, yeah. I'm. I, hey, sign me up. Actually, you, you know, one of the things that uh, Denise picked up from a friend a while ago, and it's one of the things that Emily expects every Christmas morning. It's basically a quick shortcut to a kind of a coffee cake-ish thing. Because you just, you take a yellow cake mix and you add, I think, vanilla pudding mix okay. to it. And yeah. and then bake it otherwise prepared. But you also do a sugar and cinnamon blend. And halfway For through the pour into the pan, you do a layer of the cinnamon sugar. And then after you've laid down the final layer, same thing yeah. again. Yeah. So, so that gives you crumble like to the top yeah so it so it it becomes basically a coffee cake and it's delicious and i i think that's one of the two like traditional things we'll have christmas morning the other one i seem to always try to find the recipe that i used the previous year and never can uh but it's, it's also it's 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 uh english sausage uh rolls go on you you get the uh i think it's puff pastry Okay. Uh, and you distribute it into, I think, three triangles instead of, a, yeah, you do that. You you basically, you roll it out thinner and then you divide it into thirds. And then you put in a seasoned onion and sausage mix. Ooh, and, chopped. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you, you, you basically turn each one of those triangles you turned into three tinier sheets. And so you fold it in. And it basically it and crimp the edges and brush it with an egg wash to seal it. That is so like, why in the hell have we ever been eating uh, like pigs in a blanket? Because this actually sounds so much better, uh, and it's more or less the same idea, but it's actually like done like with like 
panache, you know? Yeah, man, it's got a, it's got a little, it's got a little, little uh, style to it, but yeah, the, the, and the the, the the savory is is distributed more proportionally for the entire, uh, you know, oh, it's consumable correct. product, like correct. which to me is a big deal. Like that's that's the worst part of eating a pig in the blanket is like you bite into it and then it kind of falls apart. Like this this yeah, is but, fucking mind blowing. But Trent, also that that lower part of the the sausage roll it it gets both soggy but crisp yeah dude like look at you like like in my brain i was like oh my god you're right yeah it is just it is amazing so look i'll tell you what uh to everyone out there that might have heard this if i can find the recipe that i do actually like i will share it uh but i will say uh if you don't already have your puff pastries by now you should really try and get them in anticipation of doing this because I already yeah. realized I've I have probably screwed up. <laughs> yeah, you're you're going to be looking for uh, any sort of like uh, canned dough that you can find that's that's available. Uh, oh, dude, working in a grocery store around like uh, Christmas, New Year's too. There's certain things that just like like are gone. Like the hey, store has hey, no hey. more of these. Trent, or, or you hear the dreaded words, Trent, we need you to restock bakery items. Yeah, well, uh, I, I was the, so during high school, I was the the frozen manager. Um, so yeah, that was like uh, Rhodes dough. Like I had to like, try and guess the ordering at it. And like, so you're ordering well in advance to try to have enough to, to fill it. And then if it goes on sale at the same time, you got to fill the end cap on the frozen. And uh, those uh, those Rhodes orange rolls around Christmas time, man, crazy everyone buys them yeah man well you know we all look we all love bread you know what i'm gonna do right after this show trent i'm gonna go i'm gonna go take from the giving ooze and i will be making bread (laughs) thank you master splinter i mean it's just it's it's the thing is it's just i i realized how just silly and weird my life is now because you know, I've I've gotten to the point, Trent, where I have developed a system when it comes yeah. to making bread. Now I know when I need to feed it to like to to get buff it up. You know, to give it that, that readiness. That that I would argue that it's it's not a system. This is part of your life now. I mean, I mean, it kind of is because one, right? like, you feel bad if you haven't fed the starter, right? Uh, and then you got to find stuff to do with the discard and. Yep. You know, I'm I'm I've now gotten to the point where I to get the result I want and I like. I think it's like a three day process. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because because to, tonight I'll still be able to mix the dough and do all the uh, folds and everything, and then it refrigerates overnight. After that, the next day it gets shaped into two separate uh, proofing baskets, and then I will keep it in there for up to about two days. But so, so that's just outside proofing, right? You're you're not uh, doing like a like a steam proof or uh, any uh, like heated air on. No, no, no. It's a it's a cold proof in the fridge. Okay. I oh, put I fridge. put little shower caps on top of my proofing baskets. Okay, okay. you sure. know, uh, because and then I realized I'm like this isn't proofing. This is the basket whisking the moisture out of this high high uh, hydration dough I'm making. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, what I'm that's- really doing. Exactly what it is, yeah. Bastards lied to me. I didn't realize what I was getting into, Trent. Next thing I know, I'm trying to make that brute blue product everybody loves. You know? I was just trying to make a little money. <laughs> well, That's Mr. all. Sometimes 
when you're when you're that damn good at it, it becomes an art. Yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, so, so it's like a three-day process to get the results that I, I want, or I shouldn't. I, I guess I should say it, it. That's that's how I get the consistency I'm looking for, right? In the dough. Yeah, because because you want it to do a certain amount. Of, you want good oven spring so it rises and all that jazz. But like now, I I also realize I'm limited because I was thinking, you know, there are a lot of people, not to toot my own horn, Trent, but there are a lot of people that that like my bread, right? <laughs> They, they want me to, and and some of them, and and they want me to give them my bread. Okay, no, this isn't like a Jesus thing, and it's not a euphemism. Get your mind um, out of the gutter, all right? I'm just, I'm just wondering if there's any kinks I need to know about before we get into this, because I've, <laughs> I've never, been, you know, been able to have your bread. Don't worry about my loaf, and my safe word is mahalo. Uh, so I realize though, I've only got like three proofing baskets at most. I can do two. Uh, pardon me for the phrasing, but I can do two batards, which are a longer, more rectangular loaf. Oh, okay. okay. I know. It was a very questionable word. Or then just like the standard fancy round loaf. So I can only have like three active loafs at a time using my proofing baskets unless I want to get into like using kitchen towels inside of bowls right. or pans to serve the same function. Because I was thinking I would love to make bread and send it to everybody that, that I know that would like it. But then I'm like, there's there's just, I'm not equipped for this. There's no damn way. Uh, the the bakery at uh, the grocery store I worked in had um, uh, like its own proofing carousel where you would slide the rack in. Uh, and then overnight it would spin and have air circulating within it uh, to proof so that everything was ready in the morning. Oh, nice. That way you could do it in one in one night. It would go from frozen, proofed, and then ready to bake in the morning. Hot dog, man. See, that's what I need. But then I would I'd yeah. still fall behind in the baking. Because right. the other trick is I don't know how to make this bread without making it steamed. Oh, right. Yeah. Which is why you need the, the, the high moisture uh, density. Yeah. Because that way, hopefully, the bread's giving off its own. But I'm always doing things like, what did I do? Oh, I had tried to make mini loaves for Thanksgiving. Because I had this stoneware mini loaf pan. It makes up to four mini. Yeah. I think I just answered my own damn question, actually. It, the mini the mini loaf pan is the secret, Trent. I can make a bunch of mini loaves. Yeah. And then yeah. distribute those. In fact, that's uh, back back home uh, when uh, neighbors are, you know, giving their yearly whatevers to all the other neighbors. That was always the most coveted were like the, the small, uh, be it uh, banana bread, uh, pumpkin bread, whatever, whatever breads. They were always in the small loaves, though. That was the most coveted, uh, you know, neighborly treat to get. Well, it seems impractical if you cut a mini loaf the way you're used to cutting a loaf of bread, because basically it looks like you're you're making little tiny pieces of bread like you're getting ready to yeah. make some type of fancy cheese cracker out of bread or something. Yeah, yeah like like a cucumber sandwich style, like very small. Right, but but, re but likewise. Re yeah, exactly. That's the trick. You do it that way and oh, you can like at yeah. least get like two pieces of toast and maybe a sandwich out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but but that is definitely I think the way to go. But when I did that in order to make sure that I got enough moisture still I I don't think I sprayed the top of the bread, but I had to turn a metal pan over on top of the mini loaves so that way it at least encapsulated the hydration. 
And the other nice thing about a loaf pan, by the way, is I don't, I'm sorry. I'm, we slipped into bread talk. No, I apologize. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm loving it. Uh, the other great thing about the mini loaf pan is that, you know how I talk about you want oven spring? When you got right. rigid walls, when you've got bread that's being made kind of in that well, that structure is, is literally baked in. So you don't have to count on it rising as much on its right. own. It'll sure, just sure. naturally force itself up. So you get a much springier thing, too. Well, there yeah, we go. Just, I now know yeah. what I'm going to do. Uh, problem solved. Exactly. So, uh, uh, well, but then I well, actually, you know what? I actually have one of those food savers, too. So as long as I don't take too much air out of it, yeah. I yep. can seal them up. Oh, maybe I can get yeah. some of those. I, I can get some of those food grade uh, hydration controllers. Yes. Yeah. Or, or even throw them in the freezer. Seal them. Throw them in the freezer. There and the, uh, there you go, and then ship them frozen. So that way, then yeah. yep. uh, when they arrive, they'll be good to go. We'll test it out, man. I'll let you know how it goes. Unless I'm mailing, if we find out I'm mailing mold all over America. Well, and I'm, I'm just saying, Will, this 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 attack, this approach that you, that you've uh, uh, you know thought out, we've uh, uh, ideated right now. I just think it's the same approach that can be done with the 3D printers once they get all set up. Why would you turn that back on me like that? Why would you bring that up again, man? <laughs> In my mind, it's it's so cool. Just like you got like six of them all just bam, 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 like cranking well, shit out. Yeah, and, and, and which one you do is just based on timeline because each one of them exactly. is iteratively faster. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, okay, well, I, you know, this this was less important, so we'll put it on this one. And this one we need to get out a little bit faster, we'll put it on this one. And we've got this one that all need to be doing the same thing at the same time so we can just crank them as much as possible. I mean, could you imagine, though, if I, with that many printers, I probably could literally do that to the point where at least $1,000 of passive income a month. Jeez. Oh, in, in filament? Uh, no, I mean, like, oh, in, in profit. Income, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Absolutely, you could. Because the, the, the main cost, which is the printer itself, you've got. Yeah, and they and cover the shipping. Over, yeah, since you've built it up over time, uh, smart way to do it, have them work for you. There you go, man. I'm gonna put them to work. We're gonna we're gonna get a printer farm going in the garage, and uh, then every printer single farm, day I'm yeah. gonna hear my wife talk about fear of a uh, house fire. So that'll yeah, be fun. Yeah. And what? Well, but the, the the nice thing is that uh, it's all it's such a soothing noise that's very uniform and and doesn't change at all. No, wait, <laughs> wait, Trent. Let me tell you something. Here is something messed up. Okay, I want you to consider this as somebody that does video and audio. And somebody that at least has a tangent, a tangent, you got a loose connection to 3D printing, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Get this, Bamboo Lab, the same place where I'm like they have leaped, leapfrogged Anchor time and time again. Right. And I and I've had enough of this. They have found a way to do a calibration test to alternate the the boot up sequence, the speed, and tone of the fans to where they can adequately print and produce counter sound nice. waves to make it quieter for printing. That is awesome. So if you guys are wondering what I'm talking about, imagine the exact same thing that your noise canceling headphones do, yeah. uh -huh. but instead it attenuates to its own fans to use its own hardware to cancel out noise. That is like the engineering on that is so smart. I'm blown away, man. That's God. You, and well, I mean, 
to think about it, that's probably what, well, I know that's what's done with, uh, like modern cars. A lot of modern cars are done that way. Right. Yeah. So uh, why not, why not just yeah. take it to the, to the one device that has a whole bunch of annoying fans so yeah. much. So I modded a printer just to make it quieter. See? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I also got to tell you, Trent, one last thing. Uh, for the holidays, every time, that's the time of year. I'm not publishing it to anybody, so don't worry, guys. I'm not fishing. Uh, but one of the things I do for my family, because I am a problem, I'm a person that's a problem to buy for, because me. <laughs> so uh, I always <laughs> put together an Amazon wish list, right? Art? Uh-huh. Now, I did something to make printing in the garage better, uh, because I have the resin printer out there, right? Uh -huh. And... Uh, so my wish list right now has, of all things, uh, it's basically a two by two by four grow tent. <laughs> okay, for hydroponically growing plants in the house. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you turn that on its side, you can set your resin printer, your resin curing, and hell, maybe even a PLA, you know, FDM printer in there. Huh? Because yeah. when you're melting hot plastic, you're, you're, you're giving off fumes as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about the fumes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But here's the thing. I've now got that on my Amazon wish list. It looks like I'm trying to grow weed in my house, but no, I want it for 3D printing. I was just going to say, so, so you know, when uh, your uh, somewhat, you know, less acquainted uh, relations see that on the list and they're like, God, he's... He's just uh, really self-medicating lately, huh? What the hell is going on? Do we need to have knows, an intervention? He knows it's legal now, right? Like, <laughs> Why go to the, all the effort? I mean, they got they got stores on every corner in L.A., yeah, I think. I mean, it, he's in California, of all places. But there's another logical reason other than just fume control tent. Control tent. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> We've Why got the Nemo down. Why do you hate me? I, I need to, I keep thinking I need to email the company because their drop sensors seem to completely disregard input when they are trying to home in on their charge station. That happened oh, really? when that guy had a green square. So he was turning around and fell because oh, uh -huh. he's just going through a pre-programmed sequence to try and hone in on yeah. that green thing. And it just, anyway. So the other practical reason other than fume control, though, Trent, is at least during the winter, I can also better regulate temperature in it. Right. Yep. So that way I can keep it around the 72 degrees that, that resin printers like. Right. Well, all printers. I mean, really, that's a good, good yeah. temp to be at. So it has a practical reason, but really it looks it looks terribly, terribly questionable. Uh, so much so that I, I felt I needed to explain that to my wife. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think, in fact, I know on, on some, yeah, lists you can make comments on. Yeah, I should probably put that in. Honestly, it's for the 3D for, printing. Exactly, yeah, just like, just to qualify uh, what, what why I'm asking for this, folks. To be expressly clear, it's for the 3D printing. Regardless of what the characters are doing on my shirt, it's for yes. the 3D printing. <laughs> You're putting off, putting off some vibes here. Yeah, speaking of which, I'm also putting off a lot of heat. I think it's time to wrap this bad boy up, Trent. Let's do it. Awesome. Hey, everybody, uh, happy holidays to you all. Since you probably will not be hearing uh, from us before it, we also wish you all a happy new year. If you are at all intrigued by what I had to say about challenge coins, you can go to patreon.com slash netheads on air, or you know what? Just go to netheadsonair.com. It may be horribly updated and half functional, but it does have all the links you need uh, to find all the important stuff. I mean, or you could go to thatwillwilkins.com too, but 
More importantly, uh, don't forget to check out on all the social medias a part of him, which is uh, who our good friend Trent here is. And also, if you can, hunt out on the YouTube's Devotion Wrestling. Give him a, ch- a check out, right? That's right, yeah. You know, uh, I, we just I, did I, our I, fifth uh, anniversary show. Oh, there you go, man. I was I was looking when I was doing the Nagathon search. One of the things that popped up last year was the Lauren Gardner uh, commentary track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Which, which we totally screwed over because you were trying to do it in a deadline, so you didn't really do the whole thing. But I don't yeah. blame you because there's only so much I could probably comment on our own show as well. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But, uh, but you know, that's like a Patreon exclusive that you could get there. So anyway, there's all the salesman-y, pitchy thing. But, you know, most importantly, though, thank you uh, for being one of the ones that are with. Oh, wait, hold on. Stop the press. I got to tell you a funny story, Trent. I'm, I'm all ears. We got an email, uh, netheadsonair at gmail.com. Uh, we got an email from somebody who said, oh, my God, uh, because we're available on Spotify as well, right? You got to make sure you're available yeah. everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And they're like, oh, my gosh, the Spotify algorithm is strong. I hadn't seen you guys or listened in years. I called in about Dildonics. And sure enough, this episode, what's, what do I hear? One of the first things is Dildonics. Love the show. Miss you guys. Oh, that's so awesome. Right? So so algorithms can be good for some things, Trent. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's it's keeping us tied to the things that matter, like Dildonics. Exactly. So with that, thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. All that jazz. Until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we will be back next year oh wow yeah that's that that's that's kind of accurate isn't it dang it yeah yeah i I just realized that okay yeah yeah i'm sorry see you see you next year everybody damn this is netheads with will wilkins and trent hunsaker signing off i know right but stop being a little nancy and deal with it Netheads. Netheads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. Look, I'm going to say the naturalness and spontaneity of, of your little, uh, Smodco Internet Radio or Smodco Internet Production Dance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think now that you can see yourself, I think it's 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 a little different. I'm just saying. It, it, yeah, it's it's uh, it's maybe I mean maybe a little less authentic. I'm I, I'm just being self critical here, and that's a good thing. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's a little more aware. I'm just saying. Yeah, just a little yeah. bit of notes. Uh, I I appreciate it. It's still one of my uh, favorite <laughs> ringtones that I uh, uh, use. Fairly regularly. At just just like fiber, man, it's good for you. Yeah. Which which are a lot of potatoes. Uh, there's a lot of fiber in potatoes, everybody. Yeah, it's 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 not digesting uh, in your stomach, but more in your. As I've been reading up on uh, resistant starches, it's it's in your lower. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cut you off, but. No, that was perfect. That was like it's like playing the Oscar music. Yeah, exactly. I didn't mean to play you off, but. <laughs>